Welcome to episode 16 of What We Ate. The Good, the Air Fried, and the Ugly. <laughs> I'm your host, Damien, along with my co-host. Hey, what's up? It's Gabrielle. And we're the hosts of What We Ate, everybody's favorite conspiracy and sometimes food <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that seems pretty accurate at this point. That last one was a doozy. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the air conditioner going. We spent almost 40 minutes talking about oh, gosh. corona conspiracies and stuff. So this time we're really going to try to pack in a bunch of food for you. But um, what would what we ate be without a little bit of COVID? Right. Okay. So let's, let's jump into it. Yeah. Um, so the U.S. as of now. Which is what's now. Because we're, okay uh, guys, we got a little bit behind on these, you know, with the pup and everything. And it was so hot for so long. Yeah, that, oh God, it was like a two week heat wave. Yeah. Rough. So that's another reason why we're trying to uh, beef this episode up, get some more days in so we could catch back up and uh, get back on track. Uh, today, I don't know, May something. 11th? May 11th. Yeah. Monday. All right. So we are at um, 1 million. I'm going to round up for the sake of sakes. Uh, about a million four hundred thousand cases. Active? Uh, just kind in of general. in cases overall. Wow. Um, new cases as of today is rounding up to 19,000. That's not that bad. It's not the worst it's been. I mean, it's been like 34 and stuff like that. Yeah. But... And I mean, they are getting better with testing. They've opened up the parameters for testing, at least in Los Angeles, um, before they had really strict um you know restrictions on who could be tested you had to be like you know from a certain um kind of a vulnerable you know people that mm-hmm. were vulnerable or pre-existing, yeah exactly existing conditions or you know had a certain symptoms and blah 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 mm-hmm. but now they're just giving it to everybody um i guess there's we have a surplus of i guess tests. there's enough tests yeah about time yeah um for deaths today, we've had about a thousand deaths. Okay. Um, for the U.S., we're looking at about eighty-two thousand. That's wow, eighty-two thousand yeah. people died. I feel like we're definitely gonna hit a hundred thousand deaths from this. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, recovered. Um, optimistically. Uh, we're about a two hundred and twenty thousand people have recovered from mm-hmm. COVID. So that's, you know, promising. Um, today alone, we've had about 9,000 people recover. Um, that's the U.S. Good. is at a 6% fatality rate. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's pretty high. You know, fucking New York, man. That's, ah, oh, jeez. They're at like an 8% fatality rate. Yeah. That's high. That's really New York high. really got devastated, but they were yeah. like the outbreak center, supposedly. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it was, you know, Michigan, fucking Michigan's at yeah. 9.6, like a 10% fatality rate. That's mm-hmm. really fucking high. Connecticut, your home state, is at about 9% fatality Dang. rate. 
Yeah, that's pretty high, too. Fucking Washington still at a 5% fatality rate. Tennessee doing all right at a 1.6% fatality mm -hmm. rate. Um, Can you scroll back up to Louisiana? Because I don't believe their number. Louisiana is at a 7% fatality rate. I don't rate. believe that they have 31,000... About 32,000. 32, cases total. And then two, 22,000 recovered. Like, Georgia has 34,000 and only 340 counters recovered. I feel like Louisiana isn't, like... Fudging the numbers? I don't know if they're fudging the numbers, but I don't think that they're, like... I wonder if that's a fluke. Yeah. It could be I a mean, typo. I don't know. Like, two-thirds of the people who got sick with it are better now. Like, it just doesn't work that way with coronavirus. It's like a prolonged thing, you know? Who knows? Who I don't know. Knows? Maybe it's, it's all typo. that. Maybe they. Maybe Boudin is the. Uh, maybe like gumbo or something is like the cure for. I mean, looking at Alabama, it looks like no one's recovered from Alabama. Yeah. Like they have 10,000 sick people. Right. Yeah, like. I just, I just feel like that number in Louisiana is like wrong for sure possible i don't know i'm not in louisiana i can't say yep so yeah we're still fucking in quarantine um yeah. los angeles there was this whole drama with um kind of crazy uh so you know the governor of california newsom closed down pretty much everything yeah and Orange County tried to open up the beaches and then closed it. And then a bunch of people knew Sim was like, nope, close that down real yeah. quick. And then there was a bunch of protests. And it feels like the government was buckling to the protests, which goes to show how effective protesting is. You know, like, For like you, stuff like this. If you yeah. get enough people and get loud enough, like how, you know. But then again, unless it's the, for women's yeah, rights, exactly. Right. You know? Look at the fucking women's march. We went march. to the there women's were, march. There, were, there was millions and millions of women protesting, and that didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> well said. It's yeah. Yeah, unless they pick and choose what the protesting works. If you're a Caucasian male with a gun, <laughs> yeah. For anybody else protesting. Well, maybe we should arm the ladies. Easy. You know, I mean, well, you know, we said we weren't going to get too political this episode. But when the Black Panthers protested um, in California, I want to say yeah. like in the 60s and the 70s, that kind of urged California legislators to um, crack down on gun laws. Yeah, that's why we have such strict Yeah, that's gun why laws California here. has really strict gun laws because of the Black Panther protests. Because as soon as they started seeing, you know, as soon as the Black Panthers were like, okay, well, you know, police are killing us, brutalizing our communities, we're going to police the police. Yep. All, then all of a sudden, <laughs> they had a problem yep. with guns, you know? Yep. So. All right. Okay. I, I digress. I, I'm getting all. <laughs> we promised up. we weren't gonna get like too far into it, so. but yeah, I still think that there's a second wave coming, and I think they know it too. Yeah. That's why you know. Well, it wasn't the whole point of. I mean, one of the one of the big things for quarantine is to allow the healthcare 
um, you know, industry because it's pretty much an industry because it's for oh, profit yeah, for sure. Um, to allow them to to prepare themselves, mm-hmm. you know, to get the extra beds, to get the ventilators, to get the PPE, to get you know the healthcare prep uh, professionals prepared for the wave to come. Yeah. I mean, wasn't that a whole argument to stay inside? Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Let's talk some food. So we're going to start off with last Friday, the Friday before last. Yeah. It was. (laughs) Refresh my memory. We're, um, we're pretty behind on these now. So we're, we're trying to catch up here. Um, we had for lunch that day, actually you made it that bomb ass BLT. Oh yeah, we Remember had this that? nice thick cut bacon that just oh, yeah. was asking to be devoured. My God, I can't. Re- Honestly, I probably hadn't had a BLT in easily a decade. It's so good. I love <laughs> a good BLT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? The tomatoes make it. I feel like. Well, you know what the secret is? You need good tomatoes. The secret is you want the tomato making contact with the mayo. Oh, for fucking sure. And then, you know, and most importantly, you want to put a a sprinkle of salt and pepper on the tomato. Yes. I'm I'm a big proponent of always peppering your mayo anyway. Right. Yeah, you're um, you're a pepper fiend. Yeah, I'm a big pepper head right here. Yeah. Yeah. Salt and pepper yo. <laughs> so we had that beautiful sourdough loaf. I mean, it wasn't like an artisan one. It was like one nah. that we got at the store, but it was still good. It still hit the spot. It toasted real nice. And that's the thing about sourdough; it toasts really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of a stupid thing to say because all bread <laughs> toasts really well. But right? so, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It feels like one of those, like, I don't know, those, like, foodie words, like, um... <laughs> that it toasts well? Flavor profile. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, things do have flavor just profiles. Fluff, just fluffer. Um, <laughs> and that thick-cut bacon, I think that was Kirkland. Yep, I'm, we're all about oh, the Costco. Oh, man, all about that Kirkland, boy. <laughs> I love Kirkland. Kirkland is... All day, every day. Yeah. They're union. Mm-hmm. I support the unions. I support Kirkland. That's for sure. Pay their employees well. Provide health care. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't mind paying premium prices knowing that I'm supporting, uh, you know, a corporation that is actually taking care of their fucking employees. <laughs> you know? Like, That's I'm okay. Funny. I, I actually saw something funny that, like, Costco's corporate Twitter posted the other day. Somebody was, like, complaining how they were making people wear masks inside right. their store. And <laughs> Costco's like, well, you don't have to shop here or whatever. And they're like, oh, I want to, re- I demand a refund for, or they're like, it's my, my, my health, my choice. And then they were like, I demand a refund for my membership to Costco. And they're like, well, we would like to make the choice not to refund you or something like that. I was like, oh, damn, Costco. Savage over here. So I I respect them for that, too. Dude, my homegirl just told me a story that she returned a couch to Costco after a year. Wow. A fucking year. 
And that's they would turn their couch for, you know, they had a problem with that. I was like, fuck me, that's solid. That's super solid. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're legit. Mm-hmm. They are legit. Getting tired there, hun. We're not we're not <laughs> sponsored by Costco. By no, we're way. not sponsored by Costco. But I would accept some sponsorship money from Costco. I, you see, I would be comfortable taking their money. What we I would, feel, I would feel brought okay. to you by Kirkland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, so that's just what we had for lunch. Oh, we also ate it with uh, barbecue chips and cornishol. Ooh, pickles. Because oh, here we go talking about pickles again. <laughs> okay, moving on. We always we always gotta talk about pickles. So that night <sighs> What happened? What did we do that night? It was a little bit of a catastrophe. You know, which happens. It many happens. We made some jalapeno poppers. Oh, they were so good. They were good, but they looked horrible. I mean, they didn't look, they looked horrible by the standards of like grammability, but like seeing the bacon and all the cheese and the pepper, I was like, oh yeah. But you know, I, first thing I fucked up was I cut the ends off the peppers, which, you know, me growing up with jalapeno poppers, my version of jalapeno poppers that I grew up with was. Did your dad like, make them, or was it just like, like frozen TGIF? Just what I've in the always box. had. My parents didn't really get those kind of frozen things, but when I had them, I had them at restaurants and stuff. Which and are probably the same. Thing. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably Kirkland. Frozen, probably box, you know? <laughs> They're probably Kirkland, um, but they would be like a sliver of jalapeno, some kind of cheddar mixture. And then, like, breaded and deep fried. But yours are, like, half of a jalapeno stuffed with cream cheese and wrapped in bacon and baked. Remember that jalapeno popper we got at the 626 night market? Like, that Asian night market? Not really. And it was, like, one of the last things we had of the night. And it was, like, a barbecue stand. Mm. And they had their barbecue pork. Or like bris, I don't know. There's some barbecued pork, barbecued meat thing mixed with a jalapeno popper, like stuffed in it. That was fucking. Oh, uh, I wish I remembered that better. I vividly, well, minus remembering what the meat source right was. Now. <laughs> I remember <sighs> that. That was like one of the best things. Yeah, but um, so first off, you thought that I screwed up big time by the end being like cut off and i could see where that could happen because it would let it flow out the back but we got creative we kind of used the bacon to kind of create like a little it was a catastrophe it was a catastrophe um we tried to like like sew the bacon on it with like a toothpick kind of yeah to like envelop it but you know what I don't think the end even really mattered on there. No. There was just so much cheese in it that it just yeah. came pouring out of everywhere on the bacon. Okay, another thing I think we went wrong is, okay, we put too much cheese, which is a oxymoron, right? Because <laughs> I don't believe there's anything as such thing as too much Except cheese. Except when it explodes Except your jalapeno <laughs> popper. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it wasn't for, like, the grammability of the... Of the Food, I wouldn't care. You know what? It tastes delicious, and I honestly, I like it when cheese overflows and crisp. Oh, then you for got sure. Crisp. <laughs> cheese crisps, crisps are one of the best. Cheese crisps. 
Oh my god, they're sea walking with like a handful oh of cheese. Oh my gosh. Um, cheese crisps are one of the finer things in life. Yes. So they're never they're it's never a thing a bad thing. now. It's so trendy to have cheese. Oh crisps. yeah, people be uh, yeah. grilling cheese straight up on like a a griddle. Well, they and... they sell it. They sell like oh, bags yeah. of cheese crisps. Oh my god! Remember those like yes. air puffed cheese things you uh, got me? Yeah. Okay, so I was you bringing those weird. to work, right? And I think I've talked about meat gum on here before. Yeah. How you chew the Didn't meat? Didn't like to chew things. Well, this cheese they like were Parmesan hunting. crisps. Was it Parmesan? Probably. Yeah, they were Parmesan. And if you just like let your mouth rehydrate them, kind of, you just end up with this like wad of cheese curd like so stuff in your mouth. That was like cheese gum. It didn't really taste like much. It was just kind of like gum, really. You just come home and you're like, I've been chewing on this cheese. I gum came for home eight with hours. it. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I think I even like took it out and then to have lunch oh. and then put it back in. So it was gross. I got I got weird with it. You're right. <laughs> I got a little weird. I I get weird often, and this was for sure one of those times. Um, I love it. <laughs> and along with the jalapeno bacon popper things. Hot mess. I'm always trying to get us to eat sausages. Wait, wait, hold on. I want to. You want to go? I want to revisit the jalapenos <laughs> because okay. I think I think we narrowed down what I like to revisit things sometimes. Because okay. I like to analyze and like, what did we do wrong? Like, how can we do it better next time? So okay, less we, cheese. Okay, well, we could save hold cheese on, and make our on, own separate hold, crispers. Hold up, maybe we can do it with more cheese or the same amount of cheese. More cheese. Wait, hold up. I think where we fucked up <laughs> Too is big not of a freezing it. Yes. Like if we would have fr- yeah. frozen it mm-hmm. or refrigerated it. You know, I think in the freezer for like an hour and then baked it. It was also mad hot that day, so it It didn't do us any favors. Yeah, it was a hot day. And these, by the way, were both done in the toaster oven. Yeah, we haven't cooked on the stove for a while. Yeah. Until like tonight, really. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, tonight's the first night we've really been like... Well, there's some other stuff in this episode coming up that we did on the stove but they were kind of quick things yeah um they weren't like you're standing over the stove like cooking or boiling something you know yeah Yeah. something like that um but yeah i think we could we could improve our bacon jalapeno poppers okay and okay so moving on what what else so like i was saying i always try to get us to eat sausages and you're usually apprehensive right um you know i I want to like sausages more than I do. I'm a big sausage boy over here. You really do like your sausages. And yeah. I think you've helped me appreciate the, the different types of sausages mm-hmm. and the different types of flavor profiles um, used with different types. Like Italian sausage versus German versus Polish yeah, um, versus Asian style or flavors. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. Well, I would have sausages like once a week at least. Um, and I pulled out a pack of brats that we got at Aldi. Aldi has some 
amazing bratwursts and like just different German it's sausages. Fucking all stuff, yeah. Um, I don't know if they have vice versa. I gotta check that because I like vice versa a lot better. But um, I used, I tried using pastry puff to kind of make like a pigs in a blanket, but like a big one, like a long brat in a blanket. Oh, those. Yeah. Um, being that it was so hot, the pastry puff or puff pastry was just like, oh my God. It was like unraveling. It was not staying together. I also browned the dog, the well, not the hot dogs, but the, the brats in the pan first, which added to the heat of the puff pastry, just like melting. And they super unraveled. Um, they did not stay very well together. You could see the picture of like the best one that I had <laughs> on Instagram. And that was the nice one. Yeah. Um, and then I sauteed some peppers and onions and garlic because, like, you know, why not, right? Mm-hmm. And although it was a catastrophe, it was actually all right. I wasn't, like, mad at it, really. Um, it, the pastry still puffed despite being unravely. And the jalapeno poppers were just, you know, how they were, too. So, altogether, that meal was kind of a bit of a mess. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it wasn't, yes. it wasn't very... It was uh, a, I, probably one of the worst things that we've made in a really long it time. It wasn't one of my finer <laughs> moments. But, you know what? I just but wanted to make a, something that's... that was a little bit interesting. And... <sighs> That's uh, that's wah, life in the wah, kitchen wah. for you. Yeah, it was like Super Bowl food that was all shitty, kind of, but it tasted good. The poppers were delicious. Yeah, I, I thought the brat was okay. No, you know it's not. It's, it's just not your thing, just, really. I I have to be in the mood. Yeah, which I was is so in often. the mood for it. It's not often I'm in the mood. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, that about does it for that Friday. Let's keep this moving. So Saturday, you had a brilliant idea that just completely overshadowed the catastrophic event that was Friday's dinner. You made air fryer raclette. Well, oh my god, dude. I don't know. Is it raclette the cheese or is it it's, it's the, the cheese. candle? It's, it's uh, <laughs> or it's a um, little hot plate. I think it's the experience of the method of like melting it's associated the cheese with that, but technically, it's the name of the cheese, of the, right? Well, the cheese is like there is raclette cheese, but people use like Gruyere, I think. Okay. Yeah. So it's more of the experience, which is just kind of like, almost reminds me of like Korean barbecue, where they yes. have just kind of like a yep. grill, you yeah. know, on a table. If you don't know what raclette is, it's like a, was it a Swiss thing? It's a Swiss thing, yeah. Yeah, and like, I think it started out with like a slab next to the fire where you melt your cheese and then you, like, it's... Kind of like fondue, slide, but slide not it really. Over 
whatever you're eating. Yeah, it's not like cheese sauce, really. It's like a melty, cheesy goodness. So my homegirl, my homegirl introduced me to that, and mm -hmm. she was actually um, my host when I was couch surfing on the East Coast. I met her in Philly. Cool. Philadelphia, which is one of my favorite cities. A Philly cheesesteak raclette? That sounds bomb. I'm down. I mean... That sounds so I'm good. I'm down. So, you know, she introduced me. I'm, I come to her place, and she made dinner, and it's... um. I mean, her version was, like, boiled potatoes... This and she had this little raclette that took forever to melt the cheese because <laughs> it had candles under it. Oh yeah! So it was like an hour just to melt a fucking. Slice My dad of has cheese. an electric raclette, and it's like you have like these little wedge-shaped little dishes with like a handle on them, and you like put a them pizza slice? like a pizza slice shape, and you put them all around circle. this oh. like stone thing on top, and then on top you grill. Your your food, you can put potatoes in there. I think we actually, like, pre-cook the potatoes, but, like, you put them, you know, you heat them up. Smart. Because yeah. they, potatoes take forever. But we do it, like, it's kind of like Korean barbecue, honestly. Like, yeah, it's you have, the like, Swiss barbecue. Yeah, you slice up the meat and you cook it on there. And then you, um, you put the cheese in those little trays. You can also throw some onions in there with it, some potatoes, and you have, like, this cheese. So you had onion. a lot more experience with raclettes than I've had. Yeah. I've only had it one time, and that's what was my homie one time seven years ago. And, um... We were, you know, it was really fucking hot. It was like 100 degrees that day. Oh, yeah. We're hungry. What are you going to do? And I just... I got really nostalgic and thought of that moment. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make, you know, a Gabrielle spin on it. So what did I do? I cut up a giant. We had a giant ass potato and I cut it into yeah. rounds. And I, you know, seasoned that. Um, you know, to, I used the air fryer. This whole meal was created in the air fryer. <laughs> That I you already know that we love. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend getting one of them. So, yeah, and I was so reluctant. So yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's fucking stupid. Mm. Why do I need another gadget in my kitchen? I don't have enough space." It took us a year to use it. It was yeah. gifted to us. Yeah, we didn't really use it. it took us forever to even oh get it out of the mm -hmm. box, and now it's used like every other meal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, I guess when you're using the air fryer, the trick is just to kind of coat everything with oil. Yes. You know? So I tossed the potatoes in a bowl with oil and um, seasoning, and I air fried that. I mean, it depends what you're doing in there. Like, if you're making something that's supposed to be, like, everything fried needs, Everything needs to be covered in yeah. oil. Either Except for, like, proteins, kind of. Everything needs a Remember? dash of oil. Yeah, either a dash using, for sure. Either but... you're using the spray oil, which is super yeah. popular Did right now. Did you do now. that in the chicken? Did everything. You... Everything needs oil. Yeah. <laughs> At least a little bit, just to help it along. Um, so I toasted the potatoes really nice. And then I had the idea of just melting cheese like it has a like a little pan that mm -hmm. came with it like those accessories it came out with a lot of accessories we haven't even used it that much they have like a silicone little muffin tin kind of thing 
Oh, yeah, those are extra. Actually, yeah, you know, I, I think know. I bought those aftermarket. Did you? Yeah, oh, I did buy those aftermarket. Okay. Because I was so... Um, I think we tried making a cake once in there. Yeah. I don't remember if it came out well We've or not. We've done a lot of things. There's been a lot of experiments. Oh, remember that time we made an egg in it? Oh my God, it puffed It was up. crazy. It kind of, and we used it in like, I think we made bacon okay, in Okay, so first. first we made the bacon in the air fryer mm-hmm. and then that came out perfect. And yeah. then it had, never, you know, always save your baking grease because that's fucking liquid gold. Yeah. And then there was that pan, right? Mm-hmm. So we made the bacon, took it out, and then there was all that baking grease in there. So then we just kind of like, like, cracked in some eggs and threw that in the air fryer. And then they fucking, it was like an egg cloud. <laughs> it was so it good. Was, it kind of reminded me a little bit was, of like those Korean, oh my, like, puffed yes, eggs. Yes. Like the steamed eggs. Yes. It was but so steamed good. with bacon grease, kind oh, of. So it was it like crispy. One of the best eggs I've so ever good. had. Yeah. Why haven't we done I that again? Know. We need to do that again. It was like too good to do. It all was the time. too good to be true. I was like, is this a fluke? Like, is this <laughs> like, is it going to be like this every time? Like it was, you know, when a memory is so perfect, you don't don't want to replicate it because you don't want to soil the memory. Yeah. You know, like I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Like, you've reached nirvana. There's nowhere to go from here. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a sip of water. Um, brought to you by water. Um, Stay yeah. hydrated. And alongside that, we had some fresh bread that we got that day. Wait, no, that's not everything. So oh, it's oh, like oh. the potatoes. Let's keep it going. We air fried the cheese, which had a nice crisp yes. to it. And we didn't and have like, like Gruyere or raclette. No, cheese. we had we had we we use what you got. So we used Monterey Jack with very you used good a, versatile cheese. like some um, Parmesan. Parmesan shavings, like some fresh. You know what? It's what we had. It worked. It was and it, fucking delicious. It didn't like make. It wasn't like oh, this is Monterey Jack. Like it kind of like those two cheeses combined to kind of give it that. Like, cause raclette cheese has kind of like a, a stinky dankness, like a little bit. Well, that's why I added the but parmesan. But also like a smooth, and like yeah, exactly. It like added that kind of nutty kind of farminess. Yeah. I mean, not that parmesan is farmy really, but like, the combination of the jack and the parmesan kind of like emulated that flavor mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. and it was. It was awesome. And um, so we fried that in the air fryer and it Mm -hmm. kind of made a giant crisp cheese crisp. Oh, yeah. Which was, I could have ate, I could have eaten that by itself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, then I just slid that melted cheese crisp on top of the potatoes and had uh, some cornichons Mm -hmm. with it. And I forget, do we have red onion? Pickled onion. Pickled the red onion that we've been eating on everything. On everything. (laughs) Literally. um, Oh, yeah. Is that the day we got the bolillo? Yes. Yeah. Then we uh, supported a local bakery in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Got some fresh bolillos. That that was the day that we went to the pet store, right? With mole. Oh, yeah. We went with mole. Yeah. You're right. We went to go get her uh, 
Sikong. We went, oh, yeah. we got a bunch of shit for her. We got her tons of toys, yeah, toys and, treats. and treats. And they were super cool and gave us like mad like samples yeah. for stuff. And you know, fuck Petco. Like, I mean, I guess whatever. But support your small businesses. It yeah. was a small, you little little I mean, mom there and pop. There might have been a markup on some things. Yeah, but, but you know, when you're supporting small businesses, you know, you're not, it's not like you're shopping at right. Walmart. It's going back into the immediate the local economy. Yeah, you're not supporting the community. Going to the corporate coffers. Exactly. And, yeah. So, it's good. It's better for the community. It's better for everybody. Yeah. It's better for America. And it's, you know, and it, I don't want to sound too much of an elitist. Um, you know, we do what we can when we can, you know. Um, but for the most part, we try. Yeah. We try I mean, Costco's some. a big company, but it at is. least they give back to the right. community. Yeah, but, you, you know, know, as a consumer, the most, uh, a lot of our power lies in our wallet. In our dollar. Yeah. And where we yeah. choose to put those dollars. Um, so choose wisely. If you, if you have that luxury. Yep. So that anyway, was Anyway, that was our river. That was our um, Swedish. Swedish. Swiss. 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 Right? What's, how do you say Swiss? Swiss. The Swedes? Swiss. The Swiss? Well, Switzerland, and then the Swiss are the people, or the cheese, or the watches, <laughs> or the chocolate, <laughs> or the miss. Oh, okay. All right. All right. The Alps. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's keep it going. So on Sunday, um, I ended up making some good old American burgers and fries. Do you remember those? Uh, vaguely. Okay, so it was a pretty typical burger. Like we had some, once again, some Kirkland organic uh beef um like burger meat and i cut up some potatoes chucked them in the air fryer with some oil and um i did cook the burgers on the stove um and they were pretty good i thought I mean, you can't go wrong with a burger. Yeah, it's true. Um, I I cut a bolillo in half because we had those fresh bolillos from the day before. And used that as a bun, you know, put some mayo on the bread, um, tomato on the bottom I did. Um, burger, I melted some jack on top of there. Um, I melted some red onions into the cheese, topped it with cornichon, of course, and, uh, cause that's like the pickles that we have now anyway, so. That's what we got. I mean, they're so good. They, you could use them with everything, pretty much. Um, and then just, I think some lettuce on there and then called it a day. The air fries came out pretty damn good, I thought. They, um, I snuck a little seasoning salt in there. I know you're not a big fan of Lori's. When I got that, you were like, really? I just like, I, I enjoy mixing my own seasonings. Right. So, um, I don't know, I went through a stage of really kind of a 
very proud of my seasonings collections. Right. Or spice collection. Um, but now, I don't know. I am... I'm more open to pre-packaged seasonings. Now. I mean, seasoned salt isn't like that crazy, really. No, I mean, it just adds like a little bit of flavor. But it it does wonders for fries, in my opinion. It like just adds like a little extra, like mm. like you use caldo to de pollo and I caldo do de use arroz. That. Very... That's kind of like Lori's, but with like chicken, chicken and beef. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty good. Uh, there's not really that much more to say about a burger. It was good. It, did, it ended up being kind of like medium, which was kind of what I was shooting for. And, uh, yeah, so I think we should just keep on going. So that following Monday, um, we used the rest of the ground beef to make something that I think... We might have made once before, but this time I think was the the best so far. And that is empanadas. I've never made empanadas. Before. I thought you said you did. Mm, Didn't you? No. Oh. Well, then it was a first time. Yeah, it was my first time making yeah. empanadas. And um, we made Argentinian ones, which um, are... One of the better types of empanadas that I've had, I think. Uh, it's, it's... There's so many, of, though. I think one of the more popular mm. um, types of empanadas that I've had... Like, I, I remember being in New York City, and they had an Argentinian uh, empanada restaurant. Mm. Um, there's also this restaurant in El Monte called Tito's Market. Oh, that and place is good. And they make damn good empanadas. Yes. And Argentinian style, of course. Um, you know, I, of course, I've had Mexican empanadas because, you know, duh, I'm Mexican. Um, I But I've never had anybody else's. Like, I don't know. I'm sure there are other Latin countries that make something similar. Um, I just haven't had them. Yeah. But I would love to try Mm -hmm. I mean, looking up recipes for them, I noticed that a lot of them were kind of, like, similar anyway. It's their, yes. Like, yes. plus or minus, exactly. like, one ingredient. Exactly. But sometimes it's those little adjustments that, you know, kind of enhance the experience. Yeah, it's true. Like, I think my favorite part of the uh, Argentinian empanadas is I love the egg. Mm -hmm. And I love the olive in it. You know what? I was going to say I love the raisins in it. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> see, I just love everything about it. And the I love how they have there. a chimichurri, chimichurri yes. sauce. Like, I, I made love some that. of that. Love it. Which is basically like Argentinian pesto in a way. Pretty much. It's like without cheese or nuts in it, but like. Aside from that, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, I made that in the blender. We got some, uh, was it parsley? Parsley. Some flat leaf parsley. Mm -hmm. um, jalapeno, onion, garlic, and olive oil. I think it had some, some red wine vinegar and some lemon 
juice. You know, give it a little spin around in the food processor. And I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was one of the better chimichurris that I thought I've had before. I It wasn't as good as your friends at her baby shower. Oh, Marilyn's? Her mom's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she, her mom is from Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Her empanadas and her chimichurri was all amazing. Otherworldly. Yeah. So damn good. I think I had like four empanadas that day. Yeah. Tell me about it. And I had so much of that chimichurri, too. Yeah. It was kind of like, it was like thicker, almost. Right. Because I've had chimichurris that are like a I'm bunch not... of oil with a bun- with like stuff in it. But hers was more like, kind of like a pesto. Like, that mm-hmm. kind of like thick kind of... I really liked your consistency of the Thanks. chimichurri that you made. Thank you. And it was a lot of fun making the empanadas. It was. We got to, yeah. we did, we tried the fold and tuck method for the crimping we did cheat a little instead we did mm-hmm. not make our empanada dough we bought uh, yeah. the frozen gyoza gyoza no yeah that's not what's the brand goya goya that's the one yeah. goya the very popular latin brand yeah it's like really big on the east coast it's not too big here on the west coast mm. i don't see it all that often really I mean, I see, I see it in every like store, pretty much. I don't know. Like, like I said, I didn't grow up with that brand. With Goya, really? I grew up eating uh, El Mexicano brand. Oh, you know, because I think I don't know. El I Del just Monte yeah, exactly. Stuff. Like more Mexican, like yeah. I don't know. It's just and and the, I think I associate Goya with like East Coast Puerto Rican Dominican. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. That's that's for sure a thing. <laughs> but it's great. Coast. I love their... I, I really... Uh, so far, most of the products that I've had from there were pretty good. And I love their... I mean, Damien loved... We loved the empanada um, wrap so much. We bought two more packs. Oh, yeah. We're going to make some more... For sure, we're making more empanadas. In the next couple of days, probably. Yeah. So... In a future episode, who knows when that'll be? They were um, that You'll good. hear about this again. We'll, we might tweak the recipe. We might try some different kinds. Yeah. We might make some sweet empanadas. Ooh, looking forward to that. Not unlike the apple pies at McDonald's. Oh my gosh. I used <laughs> to love, okay, this is like my guilty pleasure, but mm-hmm. Taco Bell yes. had, they used back in the day, they used to have like fried empanadas. Yeah. With um, kind of like a cinnamon apple filling. They were like Aww. literally exactly the same thing as McDonald's apple pies. Yeah. But my mom's bakery used to make empanadas the, from the same thing, mm-hmm. like an apple cinnamon. Yeah. Also, they're popular in Mexico. Yeah. Why do they get rid of those at Taco Bell? I don't know. I loved them. Every I time we go, we ask it. and they're like, yeah, we don't have the baby. Love it. <clears throat> so we're going to make our own. Yeah. yeah. Who needs Taco Bell? Not you know I. my mom's bakery used to bake the empanadas, and which is good instead but of fry honestly, it. Fry just makes everything yeah. better. <laughs> I wonder if you could air fry an empanada. I don't want to try it. I don't want to waste one. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to experiment and then like it suck and then like lose an empanada. <laughs> yeah. So you um you prepared the beef in the pan. What did you put in there? Um, the filling. Jeez. Uh, well, you know, of course, it starts with um, 
grilled onions mm-hmm. and garlic and was there bell uh, pepper? And then I add the meat. I add the bell pepper last because I don't like overcooked bell pepper. Right. And bell pepper cooks pretty quickly, so I always add it that at the very end. Agreed. Um, and then seasoning wise, I believe it was like, of course, salt and pepper, oregano, um, cumin, paprika. Uh, fuck, what else? Salt. Uh, I think that was the first <laughs> one that I said. Oh, I missed Salt it. Salt and pepper. Wow. Duh. Um, that's probably... Oh, and you know what? Because, uh, some... And it depends. Some places I've had it sweet. Other places haven't. I prefer sweet. So I put a little bit of sugar. Mm. In the meat mixture. I've had some real sweet ones. Yeah, I've had some I've really almost, sweet ones. Yeah, sometimes almost they're too sweet. sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, eh. So I just added a little bit of sugar. And then um, we had these golden raisins mm, that we sultanas. assembled into uh, the empanadas, which also add a little sweetness to it. Did we add veggies to that? Oh, I yes, like... we did oh. add veggies. I added... Um, frozen peas yeah was it a mix or was it just peas uh you know we have different frozen mixtures so Mm -hmm. i wanted to get rid of one like a bag that only had like a little bit so i just tossed it in it was one of the mixes that have like the peas and it has like corn and carrots and lima beans beans. and then there was only a little bit of that that i threw in there just to get rid of it and then i added extra frozen peas because i like frozen peas oh nice or peas in general you know why can't you find fresh peas why is that not a thing at the market i have never i have never ever seen Hmm. fresh peas at a market i've they seen look like string green beans yeah exactly a... i've seen string beans well they have like I've sugar snap peas sugar snap stuff. peas but yeah. i've never seen just peas out of market i think why is i that? don't know if you like i don't think with those kind of peas you eat the shell like i think it might be like like an edamame kind of situation where it's oh. like kind of, yeah, like fibrous and like hard. Yeah, but why don't I see them? I still haven't yeah, seen them at a market. you know, I've never seen them either. I've seen like fresh peas and dried peas, but not like when in the pot. When have you seen pod. fresh peas? I've, I've never, seen some, I've never I've seen, seen them. Uh, many a farmer's yeah. markets have I been to. I'm pretty <laughs> I've sure I've seen some seen fresh them. peas here and there. Maybe I saw it without knowing what I was looking at. Yeah. I mean, they just look like peas anyway. But you're right. They're they're kind of rare, huh? Mm. It's a good question. Maybe they don't, like, last very long fresh or something. I don't know. Or it's, like, so much work that there's no real reason to have, like, fresh ones. Right. They just industrialize. <laughs> yeah. The whole manufacturing process. Anyway, so um, also in the empanadas are hard-boiled eggs. Yep. But uh, I'm not the biggest fan of hard-boiled eggs, so we we did more of like a soft boil. It wasn't exactly soft-boiled egg. Like a medium. It was like boiled. It was. I would consider that a hard-boiled egg, but the center was like a little bit more custardy. But that's that's the point. They're soft, medium. Yeah. 
There's hard, soft, and medium boiled eggs, right? I've never heard of a medium boiled egg. I've heard of that. You That's have? a thing. Yeah, a hard boiled egg is when the solid, the middle is solid, the white is solid, the Hardcore yellow is solid. Hard boiled yes. egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the soft boiled egg is where the yolk is running. Mm. Right? I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Yeah. Something like that. So we did like in the middle. Yeah. Accidentally. <laughs> it was like a, it was middle, not intentional, a medium boiled But it worked egg. out really well. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. Actually. Um, then we cut up some olives. Mm-hmm. And we had the raisins and then we assembled. We did like, what are those olives called? Pimienta? Manza... No, uh, Spanish? Manzanilla olives or something oh, like I that? Oh, I don't know. The green ones with the red in the middle. Yeah, they have a pimento in them. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of pimentos. I just... They're kind of slimy and weird. I don't know. They're like a weird kind of pepper thing. (laughs) I don't know. My grandma, she knows all about it. R.I.P. She used to make uh, egg salad with olives with pimentos in it. That sounds good. I would not touch it. And she got really mad at me one time because I wouldn't try it. And because uh, actually I did take a bite of it because she was like, oh, do you like egg salad sandwiches? And I was like, yeah. And then I bit into an olive with a pimento and I'm like, I don't like egg salad sandwiches with olives and pimentos in it. <laughs> but she got all upset because like that's what she considered egg salad sandwich. Yeah. So. It's funny how so many different people have interpretations to like a, something as simple as like a potato salad. <laughs> yeah. Salad. Yeah. It's like, why are there sardines in your freaking <laughs> potato salads? Like, that's how you make potato salad. I don't know. That's just how. I don't know, man. But I've come around a bit on them. Like, the other day I had, like, while you were sleeping and I was working. I had like a little bowl of, uh, in the morning, I had a little bowl of uh, the olives. I don't even believe that. I did. I did. And I ate the pimentos. But you know what? I won't eat the pimentos separately. Like, I tried to take one out and just eat the pimento to see what about it I didn't really (laughs) like. And I was like, yeah, nah. But, like, I could eat them in the olive. Because they don't really... The thing is, they don't really add anything to the olive, in my it's opinion. It's a color pop. I like the color yeah, contrast. Yeah, but, geez. It's a nice color contrast. I like that green and red, but... Uh, I could do without it with the pimento. For the longest time, I thought it was cheese. Cheese? Well, Because okay. they have pimento cheese. There is pimento and cheese. And I always That's a thing down south. that, oh, well... Pimento is the type of cheese because why else would they call it pimento cheese? That's a good. So I, for the longest it's time, like I thought it was queso kind of pimento cheese. It's like a cheese, a hot cheese dip kind of thing with pimentos in it. Well, now I understand that it's yeah. the pepper. I kind of want to try spicy. pimento cheese. I think I would like that better. I'm pretty sure I've had it. But they do, they do have cheese-stuffed olives, too. Yeah, but that's like feta, usually, yeah. right? I've um, seen those. I think they have mozzarella ones, too. I don't know. They might. I like to hit up the but fancy... I like to hit up the olive bar of the fancy markets. Yes. You know, like the overpriced oh, yeah. markets. 
I like their little, like, you mm-hmm. know, bars. I like the really, like, the really big ones. The really big olives. I also, I'm a big fan of Kalamata olives. Those are the black ones, right? Those are, like, the Greek, yeah, the black ones. And, um... I like the little one. I like all olives. I don't know if Except I love the like dry oil cured like kind of leathery ones, but they almost have like a cherry note to them that I don't know if I love with the saltiness. But I mean, I guess in the right application it would be fine. But when I'm just inhaling a bunch of olives, I don't know if they're my favorite. Absolutely. Um, but um. I just love olives after, I mean, having not liked olives for much of my childhood, except I will say I did like the black sliced olives. And now you Those don't. I, always liked. I like them. No. But but oh now, my gosh. But Are now you that kidding I'm, me? Okay. So I like them, but now that I'm into olives, now they seem like, oh, whatever. You know what I mean? I wanted to make it, it. We were making a potato salad, probably for like one of a potluck. And Probably. I was against putting the you olives were in. so against it. You, you gave you <laughs> really such about olives? a fit. You're like me, me, me. You made me feel like oh my oh okay, really bye bye yeah. You had such strong feelings about well, it. Well, that's another one of those things. Like maybe it was bringing me back to my grandma thing. <laughs> with the yeah, salad. you were having a moment. Know. I was like, whoa. Sometimes where did I this come I just from? I just go off about something. Yeah. It doesn't sound that bad to me. I've since had potato salad with olives in it, and I like it, so. You've evolved. I've evolved. Your tastes evolve. They really do. Yeah. And um, that's why you should always try. I think we talked about thing this last time, but you should always try things time. periodically to make sure you don't like them anymore. Like. Or you do like them, or test whether or not you still like them, or or dislike them, or if they're a new thing that you like. Because I didn't like mushrooms forever, then I got into mushrooms. I love mushrooms. You know, that was like a jumble of words, but I think you guys understand what I'm talking about. Um, Open your minds, man. Open. Like Quato in Total Ooh. Recall. You ever I see have Total no Recall? I what you're talking about. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he goes to Mars. Nope. You ever saw that? There's a little dude in the guy's stomach who's like open nope. your mind. No? Oh my god. We need to watch Total Recall. I don't think I do. It's a classic. You totally mm, do. Classic doesn't mean it's good. There's a lady on Mars with three boobs. I would like to see that. See? We gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think that about does it for the beef empanadas. Do it, right? guys. Do it. Try it. Yeah. All right, let's move on. So that brings us to Tuesday, which was Cinco de Mayo. Which is... A holiday that means very little in action in Mexico, actually. It's like Mexican St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, because you know, Casual. I asked Casual, right. our Irish friend, mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know. I felt a little, maybe a little ignorant asking, but how else are you still? Sometimes you get asked stupid yeah. questions to, <laughs> to uh, expand your mind. And I asked her if St. Patrick's Day was a thing and she laughed in my face. <laughs> yeah, Which well, pretty much answered my question. Yeah. As we adjust and make all kinds of sounds. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. It's okay. I gotta um, get comfy, y'all. Well, it's kind of like an American... A way for Americans to feel connected to their, like, culture from their countries of origin uh i don't think no? so i think it think is so? a holiday a perpetuated like, yes bullshit. i think i just made up a word perpetuated by, <laughs> <laughs> by the corona and modello oh, industry <laughs> just to sell beer and it's the big sombrero for but it's little fun grains. it's a reason to drink it's fun I, you know, I've had friends that, like, plan trips to Ireland around St. Patrick's Day. And then wow. they were, like, super, like... Disappointed. Disappointed. That with, makes like, me yeah. so happy. I know. It's that... really funny. <laughs> you so would think funny. if you're going to invest that much money in a trip, you do a little research. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Did that yeah. really happen? Hey, we have an Irish listener. Maybe they could like shed could some light on the situation. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I always have a Guinness on St. Patrick's Day. I mean, I'm Irish. Yeah. You um, introduced me to... Uh... No, no. Corned beef and cabbage. Bridget Inter- our, our, uh, she's also Irish. She's the one who did the reclaim Irish thing, descent, right? yeah. Yeah. She introduced me to... Uh, what's that thing called? Um, corned beef and cabbage. Oh my god, I love corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. Oh. I like the cabbage <gasps> the best. I think. Uh, you know, I don't know. Cabbage is my favorite, but you know, for you know, you think boiled meat that doesn't sound good, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if you like grilled a corned beef. Like grilled it for like slow, low like and slow. I don't know. Like is it bar- is it corned well, it, beef it at that point? It is a brisket, but it's yeah, it's, it's just corned. Brisket. It's a it's like it's pickled. Corned means it's pickled. Right? Kinda, yeah. It's pretty much pickled. In like a pickling solution. It's like brined and like yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know how that would do on like a. I wonder if you could, like, grind up one and make, like, a corned beef patty for, like, a burger. Like, St. Patty's Day. Oh, my God. That was horrible. That was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Like a corned beef and cabbage burger. (laughs) Nope. Uh, I mean, I I'd bite would it. try it. I would bite it. I, I would order, order it, it if it was yeah. a slider and I didn't have to commit to a whole <laughs> burger of it. I think I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the wonder of appetizers. It's like, you know, minimal, minimal commitment to a whole meal. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's <laughs> the worst when you order something, you don't like it. And you're yeah. like, fuck. But if you're going to order an appetizer and it's not so great, you don't feel as bad about it. No. Because you know something else is coming. Yeah. Even though it's still like eleven ninety nine <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, Versus an entree being like 16 17 bucks, 18 It's true. You know? Well, in L.A., yeah. Well, yeah. These are inflation. Yeah. Everything in L.A. Plus a 10% tax. Yep. 
on yeah. everything. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Except, you know, street food. Right. That's what's up. It's true. <laughs> um, but we're not talking about St. Patrick's Day. We're talking about Cinco de Mayo. Right. Oh, right. yeah. What did we do? So, okay. So, I think why I like Cinco de Mayo is because it was always a chance for me to, eat Mexican to make food? some Mexican food, even if it was like, you know, ground beef tacos and the hard shell. I would still make it delicious, you know, because I would make it from scratch. I never would use taco seasoning. I mean, Taco Bell does the same thing and it's still. Edible. Right. Right. Yeah. It would be like Taco Bell style. Um, but always making margaritas. Gotta have... love it. It's always a good day for a margarita, yeah. first of all. And uh, this Cinco de Mayo, we didn't really have many limes, but we did have a surplus of lemons from your mom's tree. Yeah, my mom has a lemon tree, so... And it's blooming right now. Well, it's blooming. I mean, they also have a lime tree, too. But we didn't get those. We got the lemons. <laughs> Do they have a lime tree I, in the back? I think right, does. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he does have a lime tree. Yeah, um, but you it's know, it's just so much easier because the lemon tree's in the front and mm-hmm. the lime tree's way in the back. Yeah, and it fruits like crazy. The lemon tree, so we get some some lemons like almost every time some we go. Big ass lemons, huge, too, like the size get, of your like of a grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. they're big. Yeah, a lot of seeds, but, you know, that's what happens when they're not Monsanto <laughs> yeah, lemons. This happens in nature's seeds. Yeah. Um, does that mean it's like a male or female tree or something? Uh, I don't think it's the same know. thing as a weed. <laughs> <laughs> no, most, a lot of plants, if not most of them, are male or female. That's like a thing. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize you're so. an arborist. Oh yeah, I'm probably <laughs> wrong, but I think so. I think... Um, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since I've brushed up on that topic. Yeah, like pollinating trees. Um, I know the bees do the birds and the bees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we had a bunch of lemons, so I made. What do you do when life hands you lemons? You make lemon margaritas. That's right. It was fucking and delicious. It was good, man. It was, was kind of like lemonade with like tequila Better. in it, but and it salt. It was not just lemonade. You know? Give no, yourself more credit. I actually was... did use a lime that we had. So it was One like lime. a little bit like a margarita. I don't know if I could really taste that much of a difference between limes and lemons. There's a total difference. I don't know if the I, lime has like I, a. I could smell the difference. The lime has like a certain like wang to it. A wang. Like, yeah, it has like an edge to it that the lemon doesn't have. Lemon's like more straight citric acid kind of flavor. The lime's kind of got like a little bit of a. I'm gonna give you a blind a taste funkiness. test. And oh, I'll be able really to do it all day, all day. <laughs> Please do that. I think you're a super taster. To some degree. Like I've said before, I'm not like one of those like, oh, this is a blue M&M that I'm eating. Like, I, I'm not like that, but, you know, I could I could tell the difference between stuff usually. Pretty well. Or like taste like different notes in like wines. You're good at that. 
Like, mmm, do you taste the leather and the pomegranate? And I'm like, pass me the the Bodo box. (laughs) Hey, I stand by Bodo boxes. I think they, as far as a boxed wine goes, they're legit. Hell, I even, you know, there's a class system to boxed wines, right? So Bodo box is probably... Up there, and it's above Franzia. Yeah, I, would I used say. to drink those, and I'm, I'm still. I'm, I'm not okay against Franzia. I'm still okay I'll I'll those. fuck up some Franzia for sure. You ever play slap the bag? It's <laughs> <No>. like <laughs> you take the bag of wine yeah. out of the you box, and there's like a because, game where you yeah. like slap it and drink it from the spout. Whoa, because there's still like a glass or two. Oh yeah, in the bag for sure. after supposedly. I'm talking it's about this game. Out. You take it out when it's full. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like a party game kind of thing. I don't know. I've never played it myself. But people do. Um, But yeah, the the lemon margaritas were bomb. And I would even make them again. Please do. Yeah. Um, It sounds good right about now, even though it's like 1130. Yeah. Also, something that I was making, and I made these a few extra times, but we'll mention them here since it's more apropos, are my nachos hueros. Mm, oh, yeah. You introduced me to nachos hueros. So, growing up, I think we've talked about it before, there was this um, restaurant called Tortilla Flat, which was... Like a Mexican place, it was kind of like Tejano status or Tex-Mex, if you will. Um, not like traditional, like the Mexican food that you find here in LA. That's a lot of like bright flavors. It was more like sauces, and it was more like like Caucasian friendly. Yeah, like you know, um, stuff that can be like baked in an oven with like salsa and like stewed salsas and stuff like that but it was damn good and they had these nachos that were just out of this world i don't know what it was it was like colby jack or something on there but it was just chips oh yeah for sure it was just like chips salsa and cheese on them and they baked them in like a super hot oven and it was just so good so I tried to kind of recreate those nachos. So I took um, what I did so that the chips didn't get as soggy because that was one thing about those. They got kind of soggy towards the middle. And that's my issue with nachos. That's yeah. why nachos are, aren't my favorite because they're always, they always get fucking soggy. And yeah. that's not, that's not fun. <laughs> I kind of like the sogginess sometimes. You're, you're really against the sogginess. I'm a pro, pro crunch. Pro crisp. <laughs> um, but what I did is I pre-baked the chips with cheese on them. So it would create like a barrier between the salsa that was and smart. the chip. That was clever. Thank you. I also do that with tostados sometimes. Yeah. Like when I made those chili cheese tostadas back in the day. Oh my god, those were so good. Why haven't we had that? Oh yeah. Because we don't have chili. chili. <laughs> so good. Oh my god. So uh <laughs> so yeah, I um baked that on there. And then 
threw on some salsa and more cheese, baked it again, and uh, you liked them a lot more than you thought you were going to. You know to, what? Huh? I I gave it a fuji face. You did. I was, I was like, watch. Very... I was like, you sure you don't want any? I was... You had to ask me a couple of times. Yeah. You're like, are you sure? Are you sure? And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, let me douse on some sour cream. Because sour cream makes everything better. Yep. And they were they were all right. It was, yeah, it was, it was good. All right. And we used more of that Archer Farms, but this time it was restaurant style salsa, whatever that means. It was like a stewed red salsa. It wasn't like a fresh salsa, really. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Um, in later iterations, I added some red onion on there, too. Oh, red onion. Which always makes everything better, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and then you one-upped me by making <laughs> some bomb-ass chicken enchilada nachos. Did I do that? Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were good. Since you probably don't remember, I'll just go over what was on them. So, there was... Where was that chicken from? What did we... I don't recall. I don't know, but it was like chicken with enchilada sauce. Oh, we air fried chicken. Okay. When was that from, though? I don't know. This is the day after the... We might be out of order with these days, guys, but I don't think it really matters that much, okay? You know, sometimes we gotta cobble this together. A lot of times I have to go back on Instagram and see what I posted when (laughs) just to, like, get some idea of what happened on the days. We're always just eating and podcasting and eating and and podcasting. And if I'm not eating, I'm thinking of my next meal. Yeah. (laughs) If I'm not eating, I'm cooking. No, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> or loading the dishwasher. Yeah, or something. Um, but these were, they were like little cubed up chicken pieces with enchilada sauce. Um, pickled onions, of course. Um, olives. Did you use the green salsa? Wasn't the green salsa? Mm, yeah. The green salsa we, no, the green salsa we used for the the pork. But didn't we also use... We used... We used the... It was chicken and chalada. When did we make La Palma? What was La Palma? La Palma. Um, okay, so remember we went to Target and we bought like... I was trying to out different grease yeah, the, cans, The sauces. green salsa we used for the pork. And then and that something was the, happened that with was the chicken. the Target brand. The Archer brand. The Archer Farms. And then you got an enchilada got, sauce that was La Palma. And then Palma. I got La, La Palma... Las Palmas, and then I think I used that. I'm trying to figure out where this chicken came from, because... <laughs> because it was leftover chicken. Yeah, I remember we air fried the chicken breast. And it, we kind of fucked that up. It got really dark. Yeah, we... I don't know. It we was good, though. Was what like, did we do with that? I don't remember. <laughs> did we... Because we had the empanadas the night before, so I can't even think about when we made the chicken. 
Anyway, so we, well, we had anyway, leftover chicken. We had some leftover chicken. That we were not sure from where. It was just in the fridge. But some chicken that I'm not sure from whence it came. Yeah, and then we had some green salsa leftover. Also enchilada not sh- sauce. Enchilada sauce. Also not sure where that came from. Yeah, what did we have with I that? Don't <laughs> I don't remember what we did with that initially. So anyway, I... Did you do it for that? I, I think, it. oh no, I, I think it. you did it for that, and then we had some leftover for something else, like, uh, that we used it for. What? Like, I'm pretty sure you didn't use all the chicken on the nachos, and then we had leftover from that. I think that's what happened. Well, regardless, there was some mystery chicken going around <laughs> that ended up on these tacos or nachos. Um, olives, tomatoes, cilantro, uh, cheddar, and jack mixture, which is, it really bumps up nachos another level, I think, with the mixture of cheeses. I don't, I, I don't think cheddar is necessary. I do. I like that bite. Okay. Like... When you get what's in that like Mexican cheese blend that you get at I the don't store, use that. neither do I. But what's even in there? Is um, it like pepper jack? Yeah, oh, I, I like, Ooh, pepper, I like jack. pepper jack. We should get some I pepper like jack. It. I'm down with some pepper jack. Yeah, I've had like habanero jack too. That's hot. Whoa, yeah. I've never had that. I think I've had ghost pepper jack too. Actually, the, oh, these are some fancy. Pieces. Yeah, but like. Fancy in the way of kind of redneck, not like, like fancy. Like, oh yes, let me get a bit of that pepper jack cheese made with the <laughs> finest habaneros. It's not like fancy like that, right? You're right. There it's like, woo! Kind of this like... is some damn hot habanero pepper jack, <laughs> right? Yeah. I had to throw in a little bit of character work, folks, you know. It's funny how there's, like, a a class system for cheeses. Yeah. You know, like, there's a hierarchy. The classy... Mm -hmm. From harpsichord to banjo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So those, those nachos were way more hooked up than mine. But... I enjoyed them about the same. Yeah, you like things a little more simple. I do, I like you know. A little more embellished. I like letting a few ingredients really shine if they're good quality or if it just like melds together nicely. And you're, I'm you're like, more of a maximalist. Yeah, and I'm like, what food. else can I throw on this? Yeah. Like pickled onions. <laughs> <laughs> I think, although next time I make that, I probably would do out. Without those olives, they were a little weird on there. I didn't hate it. I wasn't a big fan of it. I, I've never been weird. a big olive on nachos guy anyway. I like the black olives on nachos. Yeah. I don't know why those olives were a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably the goddamn pimentos. You just got in my head. You got in my head. What do you mean? Yeah, you got in my head. You're fucking with me psychologically. With what? The pimento? Yeah, and you're like, ooh. And then then I start to second guess my life's choices. What? And I'm like, you're not the type to ever second guess anything anybody tells you. You know, I, I'm a, I put on a big front. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a big front. I'm a softie. 
Yeah. Just with a very hard exterior. Okay, like a Cadbury like egg. egg. Ew, those are You don't gross. like that? I don't like oh. those. <laughs> I don't like Cadbury eggs. I like Cadbury eggs. Why are they gross? I don't like Peeps. Peeps are disgusting. <laughs> it's just the marshmallow. I don't like marshmallows. Mar- you know, only, only. I don't like that. I don't even like s'mores. In Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah, okay. That's no, I don't. Only I don't appropriate or in hot chocolate. Like I don't like anything where a marshmallow is the star yeah. of the thing. Like, like uh, candied yams and stuff. Blech. Like I don't want marshmallows yeah. on top of my like sweet potatoes. That sounds that so gross. Sound good. Like, give me some sweet potatoes with just like butter, like legit. We have a shit ton of sweet potatoes. We right do. Now. We, what we are we gonna do? do? With, like, that. Butter. I need to find something. We can make mashed sweet potatoes with something. We've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Or we've even actually this Thanksgiving, I made the mashed potatoes and I snuck one sweet potato in it. Yeah, you did. And they were good. And it, yeah, like it kind of made it like a little bit yellowy. It changed the colors a slight bit. Like just slightly. But everybody was like, ooh, these are really good. Like what's in there? I was like, oh, and I was like, and I added a potato <laughs> just you know for fun for a little extra yeah. like a little wink and a nod or whatever like we've also experimented in the past where we'll add like carrots in our mashed yes. potatoes or spinach i think we've done yeah we've done spinach we've done sweet potato we've yeah. done uh carrot we just like you know i don't know mm-hmm. try to spruce things up i'm also always looking for ways to use up all my produce. Yes. Like, how can I use up all the pro as much produce as possible? Because I just hate letting my produce go bad. Because yeah. there's so much food waste in America, and it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those kids where my parents were like, "Eat all your food." There's starving children in yep. Africa, mm-hmm. um, which ironically, there's starving children in the United States. Yeah, as well. <laughs> It's not just in, you know, in other, uh, what we like to perceive as, you know, third world countries. In right. a first world country here in America, there's, uh, you know, children that go hungry. So, um, I mean, I don't know how eating all the food in my fridge helps, <laughs> but <laughs> psychologically, that just kind of does something to you. You know what? I bet that was some propaganda put out by the big corporations. Know, right? Like, oh, there's a starving children in Africa. Oh, yeah. Well, you could actually be doing something because, but since it would be a socialist program, right? You, yeah, you're against it. Like we were talking about last time with all the potatoes that they're throwing Jeez. away. Yeah. Like, oh, instead of creating a program to like give them to people. All the people that are out of work or... Yeah, here's some potatoes. Yeah. Here's $1,200 worth of potatoes (laughs) instead of... Oh, my God. (laughs) Instead of your fucking check. Yo, sell some baked potatoes on the side of the street. You know what? If I saw a vendor selling street-side baked potatoes, fuck yeah. Street taters. I'm down. I fucking love street food. Yeah. Support your local street food vendors. Yep. I mean, if they're sketchy, maybe not, but... You know, you just purge. Give it if you a feel shot. a little funny, just let it all out. You'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't know. One time I had a friend who... She went to the hospital. That kind of scared me. Damn, from street yeah. food? She... Fuck. Okay, so we used to go to this club, the Catwalk in mm-hmm. L.A., 
and there was this hot dog vendor, and that was my favorite part of clubbing in my early 20s. We didn't have that in Connecticut. What? You didn't have street no. food? Oh, that was the fucking... There would be a long-ass line for the hot dog lady. You would end up... all drunk, trying yeah. to get hot dogs. It was fucking great. We would end up having to go to, like, Denny's or, like, a diner. I mean, we've done that, too, but... Yeah, but there wasn't, like, somebody outside the venue that's, with, like, I, That's so funny. Is that an L.A. thing? I wonder what I other I think there's much more that. strict laws on street yeah. vending. Like, you need a license. Well, that was... It was illegal in L.A. for a oh, long so time. so there were, like, guerrilla yeah, street vendors? Yeah, and uh, street food vendors would get harassed by the police. They would get their equipment confiscated, get citations. It was a big problem. I would just be like, do you want, like, a free hot dog or something? Well, then, oh, then you get on. a bribery case on top of oh, yeah. all the other cases. For a hot dog, yeah. you get bribed. Yeah. A lot of times these are communities, you know, that are immigrants and already they're yeah. fearful of, you know, uh, law enforcement, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so what were, what were you talking about? Produce and stuff. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, the Tangent. club. The club? The club where your friend went to the hospital. Well, anyway, what were we talking about? Let's get, put me all back on track. I'm, I'm a Your friend train. ate street food after the club Before at the that. catwalk. Um, what was the whole point of this whole segment? Something about produce, <laughs> street vendors, support street what vendors. Food, what food were we talking food about? Waste, oh, nachos. nachos. Anyway, we ate nachos. Street nachos? No, I made nachos. Oh, you made nachos. <laughs> oh, gosh. We, right. also got, we, we also got a um, a mystery box today of produce. I mean, mystery, but not real mystery. Well, like, you didn't know that it was coming. I mean, I knew, but I didn't know, no. Oh. So we got some imperfect produce, like, what, a month cool. ago? Yeah. Was well, it a month? Yeah, because, you know, Imperfect Produce... Was it more liked, than a month? I liked the whole idea of it. Yes. And I skipped a bunch of months, and then I forgot that it was, you know, upcoming. And then we just got food that showed up to We still didn't find that lump crab meat. Yeah, I don't know what's happened to that. We, we ordered... threw it away. Oh. Accidentally. Uh, which is unfortunate, because it was $20. So that kind of hurt. Ouch. I don't. I remember I don't seeing it when we got it, and then I never saw it ever again. And then I thought we put it in the freezer, but I recently cleaned out and organized our freezer. And I it think wasn't we would there. smell it if it was out. If we out. left it out, we sh- would for sure smell it. By now, for sure. Especially yeah. if those 90 degree days. Yeah. It could be. It's not in the freezer, is it? No, I just cleaned out the and freezer. It's not in the fridge. I organized right? the freezer. We, or, we it might be out the somewhere fridge. in the far reaches of the fridge. We we cleaned it. Remember, yeah, we, recently we did. Cleaned it I don't and know. Organized. I think it's a lost cause. I think it's just out. Was it a dream? Did I fantasize about did having we end up, crab meat? Did they not have it? Like, no, is that one I of the things that went out? I, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that really kind of does it for this episode. We've reached the end, Gabrielle. We've reached the end. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready to wrap this up. Yeah, so um, thanks for listening. 
Sorry we've been a little bit late. Uh, we're going to try to catch back up. Um, but, yeah, you know. It's just one of those things. You know, with the pup and all, we've kind of had a little less time to kind of get recording. Should we recordings. do a pup it's update? Pup date. Pup okay. date. We taught Mole to use the litter box. Mm-hmm successfully um for the most part it's been pretty good she's had minimal accidents yep and even when she does they're usually near like on her ramp up to the litter box yeah that's where the majority of them today i taught her to do sit that was so cute and then she started coming over you and (laughs) sitting sitting for treat for treat she's like i'm sitting see see me it was adorable. Her tail has begun to curl like yeah. a little puggy tail. Yeah. A piggy puggy tail. And that's adorable. She's getting bigger. You know? It's it's happening fast right it before is, our eyes. Yeah. I mean, she's a chunker. She's still tiny. Oh yeah, she's teeny, still tiny, really small. But she's she's put on some weight, which the, is good. The doctor we brought to the vet the other day for a checkup. We had a little scare. We had a little scare. We wanted to make sure that she didn't have parvo. You yeah. know, we had because um, that could kill a pup. It could kill a pup, and also the paperwork that we got from the from the guy that we got the dog from fucking Craigslist. You know, it looked a little suspect because of the age that was on there, and we heard from everybody that. She looks a lot smaller than yeah. what she her age says she should be. Yeah. And she doesn't look quite as, you know. Developed. Uh, developed as other pug pictures that are supposed to be like nine weeks like she supposedly yeah, is. Yeah, they're a lot bigger. So She's that like made us. half the size she's supposed to be. Right. So it kind of like made us question the validity of the paperwork that right. we got with her. So we yeah. took her in to an emergency clinic and uh, she was parvo free. On Mother's Day. Which is scary. Test came back negative, which we're very happy Thank about. fucking goddess. Um, there's still a couple things that we uh, want to check up on. We got to get her, her her shots um, at another vet and whatnot. Because uh, it's time for her second round. But uh, she said that she looks stable and everything, huh? Yeah. So, thank goodness. She's, she's okay. Yeah. It's... Um, it was good peace of mind, at least. Right. And um, the doctor kind of confu- confused us further with her age. Yeah. Because she was, like, making it sound like she could be four weeks old. I was like, I know we didn't get her two weeks old. Yeah. Right? I don't think so. I don't think so, either. I don't, I don't think so. Like, her puppy's eyes even open at two weeks old? Who knows? I don't know. I <laughs> But, um... She said she looked like she had like molars that were like consistent with like a five to six week old or four to six or something. I right. don't know. But she said it's also very hard to tell with puppies to to get their exact you know birth date right because they could be you know a runt or they could be just a generally smaller right. version of the dog. Um, there's a lot of genetic variances that can make them present younger than they are. So, Molly, mystery birthday. Mystery birthday. I, I don't she think a she's Pisces. a Pisces. I don't know. She might even be an Aries. 
I hope not. I can't. I don't think I could deal with two Aries women in this house. Oh my god. Bless my heart. I don't know what I'm gonna do. You are a saint. Oof. I don't. I don't know. Already have to cool you down. I don't know if I could do it for another. <laughs> but um. That's our pup, Mole. Uh, again, you could go see her at our Instagram at what we ate pod. It's super popping over there. Uh, we got pictures of all this wonderful food that we talk about. We try to plate it nicely to uh, have some better presentation. Um, if you are interested in any of the recipes or anything, hit us up. Yeah, and go check out the uh, the. Uh... Jalapeno poppers. Let us know. Yeah. Would you eat it? Oh my god. Would you eat they it? They look horrible, but oh boy, were they good. Mm-hmm. It didn't really help that I took the picture on the like parchment paper that was like all fucked up well, with the know, cheese all over it. Raw. <laughs> keep it raw. Gotta keep it raw, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You know? That melted cheese crisp is the best part. Right. I mean, a lot of people online on Instagram and stuff you know, follow accounts with nice pictures of, like, everything, like, professionally plated and stuff. It's like, you know what? We're real people. We're just like you. We just love cooking, and you probably like cooking, too, because you're listening to this podcast. But, um, you know, we're real. You know, we're not trying to... I mean, we're trying to impress a little bit sometimes, but, you know, it's not... We're not, like... You know, trying to get a Michelin star over here or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that should wrap it up, right? That's a wrap. Well, thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Stay safe, y'all. Bye. <laughs>